What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! Made you look, you a slave to a page in my rhyme book. Getting big money, playboy, your time's up. Where them gangsters, where them dimes at, they shooting. I made you look, you a slave to a page in my rhyme book. Getting big money, playboy, your time's up. Where them gangsters, where them dimes at. Hello, everybody, <laughs> and welcome to another installment. <laughs> At the TPS Reports Podcast. Do, 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 do. Hey, we back. Hey, we back. Uh, what's up, everybody? Happy, be- okay. <laughs> Happy belated Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> oh, we yeah. are shooting. We are making you look. Do, do. Do, 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 do. do, 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 do. Hell yeah. Did you do anything fun for your Memorial Day weekend? Uh, did you go skateboarding at Tarkington like I did? <laughs> <laughs> These guys are shre- official... <laughs> Bonafide yeah. shredder again. You know that little quote unquote bank? Bank. It's like we a 10 degree a incline. <laughs> Just incline enough where you roll up it and it will, you can roll back. It now. will roll back. It's down. not quite flat. Yeah. <laughs> Went up, backside shove. Woo! Went up, front side pop shove, back down. Damn, he Getting popped my... on the second one. Yep. <laughs> I snapped on that. Yeah, and my legs are sore. Yeah, what'd you do? That's what'd you what get happens. into? I don't, what did I do? I hung out with my grandpa. Ah, yeah, it was nice. pretty nice. Make him some chicken wings. Uh, watch a movie from 1851. We did watch uh, the Young Philadelphians with Paul Newman. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty ironic. The Young Philadelphians. Paul Newman and us uh, from like the 50s. Exactly with Paul yeah. Newman. <laughs> it's probably early 60s. Uh, but it's got the guy from uh, the bad guy from Basketball. Did I fart? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Robert, Robert Vaughn. <laughs> And my grandpa was like saying how he doesn't really, he never really cared for Robert Vaughn. And I tried to explain to him like, well, he played the villain in a comedy film. He would never get this. <laughs> he tuned out. Your mom's going out with squeak, <laughs> grandpa. What can I do Wait. to jog your memory here? <laughs> Why is that totally fucked up? Uh, what's up, everybody? We're back. Hey, uh, I feel good. Unlike last week, I'm feeling a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, we got life. Oh, yeah, dude. Just had a banana yes. with some yogurt. Pause. Okay, braggart. Banana with yogurt, pause. Uh, we released a new video on Patreon Yes. since last week. We've been vaguely talking about it, but as soon as that final cut came uh, around the mountain when it came, we put it up on Patreon. So thank you to everybody who signed up and everybody who's already been over there for the podcast <laughs> and supporting our life goals and uh, trying to help us make back the money we spent on renting that location for the one take. Right. Definitely the most we've spent. On the place we shot a one take. A lot of times it's yeah. just free. I left my Oscar Peterson shirt there and that's priceless. I don't know how, dude. We swept that location. Each of us, me, you, and Richard, each did a double sweep and there was no stuff left. So where'd know. you put it, dude? It happened. Where'd you put it? Maybe I dropped it on the way to the car. We all had big. Must have. You were the king of losing hands shirts. full of things. Specifically upper body wear. Like when did, when's the last time you lost a pair of pants? 
I guess you don't wear pants in anything below the ball line anymore. No. I've I've started <laughs> less wearing to lose. pants though. <laughs> no, I remarked to my girlfriend, prove it, just yesterday, it. how crazy it is that I'm wearing manscaped underpants right now. Oh, the worst. Because I only wear Muay Thai shorts now, and Muay Thai shorts are very short. I forget one of them bothers me. It's either the manscaped ones or the sheath ones. I've been digging the sheaths. I don't know. They just like. They fit my like ill-shaped fucking booty awkwardly. Yeah, well, I'm fine with the pouch. It's like just the, gen- fault, the general fit of the legs and ass area. I was like, this isn't feel right. You put on your underpants and a, you go, oh, good, good fellow man. Now, those are like the only uh, boxer briefs I wear that fit comfortably are my good fellows, dude. Good fellows? I'm a, I'm a good fella. Yeah, I think it's like the Target stock brand. Small fucking shops at Target, yo. <laughs> I do, for underwear. I saw uh, West Side Gun was like beefing with some random guy on Twitter. Okay. And his comeback was... Oh, dude, I think I saw this too and it stunk, right? It was awful. The guy's avatar oh, is his baby. <laughs> and West Side Gun's fucking sick comeback was he made fun of the the headband that the guy's baby... He was like... Oh, I don't even know about this one. Cheap-ass headband on your baby. Your baby's going to grow up wondering why you put him in that cheap... Ass. It's just a yellow... <laughs> it's a baby with a yellow like headband with a bow on it. And I know what you're what thinking. You, how much are you supposed to spend on your baby's headband, you I know what you're thinking. Weirdo? He's not going to attack children, is he? Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, let me see. He's going to attack children. <laughs> is there a picture of the baby with the head? There's a, this dude tweets a lot, It's the dude. guy's Avi. Is it this? No. All right. I, did, I thought this would be easier. Yeah, this was meant to just be a quick aside. Son of a bitch. I saw one that wasn't even related to the baby, but it was like... Uh, Someone said anything about him, and it was like, the funny thing about y'all talking shit about me is I'm always in luxury yachts, mansions, driving around in a foreign... Whenever you're talking shit about me, I'm always doing some luxurious shit. <laughs> Look, you got it like that, but you're not Jay-Z. Like, no one's revering you. No. And I, he used to go to Mochi. He, he used he to go to Mochi. He called himself the goat in the comeback about the kid's headband, too. Because this goat thing's going a little out of goat control, of if you ask what? me. Goat <laughs> of Of doing this? I don't hate do, the guy, do, but... Do, do. <laughs> I would say no one can touch him when it comes to that. But he's the goat of analogies of guns in mouths. West Side Gun hate is the best thing on the internet because while I'm getting <laughs> hated on, I'm either in my mansion, a luxury vehicle, island with my entire family, or a five star something in the Wait. best clothes money can buy, smelling great Wait. and worth all caps millions, or even places you couldn't dare go because I'm a goat. You couldn't dare go. Millions, all caps. <laughs> Isn't it wouldn't dare go? When I think about West Side Gun, I don't think about like a rich guy with mansions and, and private islands. No, I think about an overrated 40-year-old th- who sounds like a 14-year-old. Yeah, I would go ahead and say this is Cap. Why? Sounds like straight up, straight up Cap to me. What's with the swastikas and the post beneath it? I don't know, what is dude. This? this is like his new single. It's called Hitler, or, and it's got a bunch it's of- It's called Hitler? I don't know. I mean, all right. I like him again. Terms back. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool now. <laughs> It sounds cool when you say, like, I'm on an island with my entire family while you're hating on the internet. It's like, dude, I could, you know, I could get three days in Jamaica yeah, and bring my mom out. I could do the, that. I could do it. What's the brag of being on an island on a yacht or whatever if you're on your phone beefing with some guy who isn't? I know. Go back to being on the yacht on an island, you fucking goof. Who's the chucklehead now, West Side Gun? You. I'm the chucklehead. Um, that was West Side Gun talking. Yeah. Anyways, he's all right. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, first and foremost, big old shouts to Miles Yonda. Finally. Uh, off mic? There I haven't w- been the biggest of shouts to you from term recently. <laughs> there's, there's nothing in the fucking P.O. box still. Miles no, said it'd be here last week. Neck. <laughs> <laughs> dude, threats, dude. 
Um, Threats of violence. We did have a, a gift in the P.O. box this week, but I could not wait to bring it to the show and open it. And I don't think anyone cares to hear us opening oh, no. a package. This is the first time we haven't opened one on, on the show. Like someone sent I, a I fan I knew mail. exactly yeah. what was inside of it, which yeah. was the greatest fingerboard of all time. Did you see my Memorial Hand Day weekend? by Miles Slappers Yonder. I posted from Mom's house yesterday? I did. Did you see that kickflip through the bag loop? Kickflip through the bag loop was pretty cool. Did you see how busted that wheel was? You could like see that the wheel is like smashed. I mean, I've used it. I know firsthand Miles? how busted that wheel is. I'm going to need some new wheels and trucks. Miles? Uh, his, <laughs> My grip tape's getting a little tattered. What makes his boards that he has gifted Ak and I each one full complete now, and, yeah. and numerous We got the decks, backup decks, however. Which he handcrafts Miles, those decks. trucks, please. And the concave is out of this world. Love it. But the trucks that this guy uses, I think they're called Dynamic. Best trucks money can buy. They're really good. His money. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, come in. <laughs> uh, Miles, though you are the man, you're the goat. He's the goat. He's the of goat. Gifting of, fingerboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he has that title for sure. Hell yeah, I love him. I love his guts. Um, Just wanted to say, we love your guts. Boys. Big shouts. Uh, and I I don't know exactly what it is, but Term already warned me that we're gonna have to play this this week. Yeah, so uh, last week I erroneous, erroneously, erroneous, <laughs> I erroneously, uh, I said that um, that InBev owns both uh, Molson Coors and Anheuser Busch. You blew it! I was so wrong. No, I think they used to own both of them, but in 2016, I do believe it was October of 2016. Who cares? <laughs> um. 2016, Sab Miller sold its stake in Miller Coors for around $12 billion after being acquired by Anheuser-Busch, making Molson Coors the 100% owner of Shut Miller Coors. <laughs> so, I just wanted to say, in other words, uh, Logan and his buddy are completely vindicated. Fuck that shit! <laughs> we don't drink that shit around here! We don't here. drink that shit, bro! Fuck that, dude! Yeah, he had like a uh, uh, squeal like a piggy amount of energy with his like uh, right. down south... I don't know. Yeah. I guess I was going to say racist, but whatever that is that causes you to like the throw, your, throw your hand up like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman at the end of Twister when Bill Paxton <laughs> and Helen Hunt kiss. He was like, yeah, food. Yeah, we don't drink that shit no more. The irony of butt raping someone because they support a gay <laughs> yeah, thing. He was squealing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yes, <laughs> I apologize to Logan and his friend. Yeah. And as long as we're correcting last week things, I got to say. I'm sorry. This isn't a thing like I should have said, but I shouldn't have said condolences, Boston Celtics fans. I used the word condolences. They were three and zero, and like, how do you even? Yeah. You know what I didn't see happening? A three zero run from the Boston Celtics. We're recording this Monday evening on Memorial Day. As soon as we're done with this fucking menial it's task, game day, baby. We're watching Game Seven, so I don't know. I'm still rooting Boston. I can't believe this. If they do it, they make. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx nothing. And if they don't, but I'm rooting for history. A tip of the hat to the Heat for hanging on and coming back and winning the fourth game. Tip Jimmy of the Butler, heat good luck hat. out there. But yeah, by the time people hear this, everybody's already going to know what happened. I don't know yet. I'm very excited for tonight. We don't. know. And I'm sorry. I'm. I'm I shouldn't have said condolences. I was like, how can yeah. this even? You know, I thought it was going to be a sweep or a, a Miami in five. What wow. do you know? What do you know? One more thing. Fucking we crazy. don't know. Um, I was going to say also like uh, that game six ending, man. I was, was drunk. 
I was I didn't I, I was reacting to Marcus Smart's miss still. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I had no idea that Derek White tipped it back and I looked it, back up as well. I was huh? saying how uh huh? in the in the span of like half of one second, my <sighs> I went so through cool. many emotions of like, it didn't go in. It did go in. Yeah. I stood. I knew I didn't need to see a playback. I knew immediately. I stood up and went, that went in! Yeah. I mean, obviously it went in. My I, roommate didn't, went, I didn't need a playback on that. It was <laughs> if it, it counted. <laughs> My roommate's like, chill, chill. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's Saturday night. I'm going to scream. <laughs> it's fucking playoffs. Um, uh, yeah. Down to I the have last. nothing riding on this game. I'm excited. Elimination game. And to the last point one of a second. Insane. Leaves his hand with enough time before the fucking clock runs out to, to win by a point. To win by a point. By a game they point. were winning the whole game. Up 10, roughly, the whole game. Miami also, comes back to be up by one with three seconds. <laughs> and yeah, Jimmy Butler fucking double dribbled on that uh, Al Horford foul. And uh, fouled Marcus Smart in shooting that three. If, if yeah, Derek dude. White didn't get that tip in... Smart yeah. should have shot three free throws. And I'll tell you right now, if Derek White didn't get that tip in, Tatum would have if it went to the right side. That play was drawn up excellently, dude. It was, it was so was good. White to the left, Tatum to the right, and the ball just happened to to bounce left, and he nailed it. Only the fourth team in dude. history to force a game seven after being down 3-0, and to do it like that. Yeah. Wow. So, not condolences. That was fun. Congratulations, Boston. Win or lose game seven. Yeah. Holy shit, did you guys not uh, get fucking... I got a root for history. You know, blown out of that. Uh, series so pretty cool stuff super cool i feel like we kind of brushed over the fact that you know our our, uh, our new video mumble rapper is out now on patreon.com it is out now on patreon.com it's, it's gonna be out publicly very soon however like i said this is like you <sighs> how know, soon is soon if you're on the fence you've been waiting to fucking sign up for the podcast and whatnot uh this is like to me this is the floodgates opening now that this is out of the way the mumble rapper video which right. i'm very proud of we have uh we have a release date set now for the Junkyard Samurai 2 album. All these things that have been waiting to like solidify. Um, yeah, it's going to be out publicly. But it, it, why wait? Why wait? Go to patreon.com slash Palmer Squares and watch us rap over 100 sweet, sweet bars. You guys, like, why wait? If you go to, if, if, if to patreon.com slash Palmer Squares, you can watch the new video. Term's still watching Ozark, clearly. I finished it. It's nice. done. Back to the video. Reluctantly Something. finished. Did not care to watch the last five episodes, but I had to do it. Unlike what Term would say about Ozark, some people have described the new rap video as "Hell yeah!" While others commented, "Yeah!" And one fellow watched it and said, "That's cool, motherfucking boys, nigga." <laughs> We're just finding excuses to hit the new pads. <laughs> Got a couple new pads every few weeks now. So, one thing it isn't dumb. Watch this video, you guys. Um, yeah. Proud of it. I think uh, we crushed it. And Make that location does kick tits. Uh, way to go, us. Yeah, the, the video will be public soon. And um, we do have studio audio of the new track that's going to come out next Friday, streaming everywhere. So for the first week, you know, oh, yeah. patron exclusive. And then we'll let the, the video just kind of be only video. Got to just... Uh, just go watch it if you're going to hear it. But we do have the audio uh, coming too, so we'll talk about that next week and the audio? try and encourage everybody to uh, fire, fire. Just listen to it again; it's fire. But yeah, pre-save that when we have the upload and we share the links and yada yada yada. Thank you for supporting our lives and uh, tell us your. Let's talk next week more about Mumble Rapper and uh, your favorite buys and whatnot. We'll we'll dig into it a little more next yeah, week. Yeah, right. Call in, uh, ruin it for everybody by reciting it in an annoying ass manner. Yeah, <laughs> I got a bottle in front of me. I need a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> All right. Um, I was we, gonna say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you see that Miller put out like a fucking like a frick you 
to the to the Bud Light. Stuff. I heard about it. I heard somebody else talk about it's it. It's super gay. Should we check it out? Uh, it's not even really worth checking out. They're like uh, they're shaming their past selves for having like bikini clad women. In, <sighs> Shut up. In ads, and it's the chick from Broad City walking through yeah. like a, a room with all the. Here's the thing. First of all, I already saw another podcast cover this. So don't I'm, those bikini-clad women like? Aren't they proud of their work from the past? So the whole campaign is send us old posters and adverts from Miller Lite with women in bikinis, and we will shred it and turn it into mulch. And then, like, I guess uh, that mulch will be sent to like Happy Earth Day farms, farms and breweries that are like women-led, so that they can plant hops. And stuff. And, uh, um, what yeah. did I want to say? It so, just seems like such a major, um, not even overcorrection, you know? But it's like everybody's going to do it. Even before the Bud Light shit, other, other companies jump on their whatever. Black History Month ad, Pride Month ad, yeah. St- Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month ad. They all just lean into your culture, no matter what it is. Are into ad when it when it when it red. It's red, dude. Red ad. Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, who gives a shit? Anymore? The thing is, it's supposed to be empowering to women. Uh, First of all, it is. That's why girls are strippers and models and stuff. It's like because you know we're drooling over you and you have all the fucking power. Right. You will will buy it if your titties sell it. That's another thing. That's in a, like in a we, day and age I'm where fine with every that. woman out there is showing her spread butt cheeks on OnlyFans. Now they're now they're shaming like the the act of bikini modeling. Yeah, it's but like here's that the main serious, thing, you guys. In the commercial. They blur out the faces of all of the bikini models so that they don't have to pay them for using their likeness oh, yeah. in a commercial. How equal? So they're still exploiting the bikini models. Absolutely. It's wonderful. I love it. Logan would love it. His friend would love it. <laughs> yeah, Miller Lite is him when they send the bikini ads. Like, yeah, shred it. We don't yeah! rock with that no more. Yeah. <laughs> that kid was fucking hilarious. Um, all right. Uh, I don't send know. Send it all to me. If you have bikini clad Miller Lite stuff, send it to me. I want it. Yeah, dude. I'll shred my fucking wiener skin to it. <laughs> <laughs> send her over. Hell yeah. Uh, so to summarize. Uh, congratulations, Celtics, for not getting swept out like that and really just crushing the last three games. Mumble Rapper out now on Patreon. Just sign up. Watch it before the world. Um, and Junkyard Samurai 2 will be out. I don't know if I mentioned this. I think I said it. July 14th. Yes. It is It is a set date. We're going to let Mumble Rapper have its day in the sun in June a little, little bit. breathing room. Little breathing room. And uh, the rest of it's coming right down the pike. Right. And uh, like that one commenter said, it is. That's called motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking you know nothing about that. They ain't ready, dude. Junkyard 2 is coming. No, they certainly are not. Um, yeah, um, I guess that's it. I guess we do also have a follow-up to uh, Glenn Cooper. Cooper. Oh, that's right. You've sent me a link. So Glenn Cooper has been let go. Surprise, surprise. No way. What is it? The uh, Athletics? Oakland A's. The yep. Oakland A's. We all knew this was coming. When we, when we discussed the story, he was on leave. Yeah. Uh, reviewing like a uh, or whatever like pending a review or an investigation which means the lawyers have to figure out how they can <laughs> fire this guy without him being able to complain right investigation they watch the clip again dude league <laughs> museum they're like yeah that's it yeah that's worth firing peace out glenn <laughs> uh so i don't know his his statement is very it's a written statement it's very long would you like me to read it or play this you sent me a, an audio so play. then yeah the the oakland a's also have a statement that i sent you so I guess you can just first. like summarize. No, I'll read it. What, what I found, it's very long. What's, okay. What stands out to me is his, he's adamant 
in claiming that this was a mispronunciation. Okay. And that's ridiculous. Uh, Monday morning, I was informed by an NBC executive that after a 20-year broadcasting career with the Oakland Athletics, my contract was terminated effective immediately. The termination was due to an unintentional use of an offensive word on the air during the May 5th pregame show. So far, so far, that's fair. I don't believe he intended to say that <laughs> no. on the air. So um, uh, on that day, I chose to spend my personal time. Um, I chose by educating myself and learning more about MLB's history by yeah, going okay. to the Negro League Museum. Yeah, good for you, Glenn. I spent nearly three hours there in an effort to better understand and more deeply appreciate the difficulties and social barriers not African-American help. You're not saving players. your job this by means telling nothing me that to you the spent three hours there. means nothing to the league, Glenn, um, that the African-American players endured in the MLB's I early years. I spent three hours there and still couldn't remember <laughs> what it was called. <laughs> no, he could remember. He chose back to choosing. He chose to say yes. the other thing. Uh, when the subject of the museum visit came up in the pregame show... You was, brought it up, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I was excited and eager to share what I had done and seen that day. In my excitement. He, he was excited, you were right? score points. I rushed through the word, quote, Negro, uh, resulting in my very unfortunate mispronunciation. <laughs> it's not a rush. It's not a mispronunciation. It's a different word entirely. Yeah. That, you know, affects the same group differently. Yes. Um, anyways. Uh, resulting in my blah, blah, blah. I sincerely apologize to everyone who was hurt by this. It was a terrible but honest mispronunciation, and I take full responsibility. It doesn't sound like full responsibility. It sounds like partial. No, it he sounds keeps like trying it to give excuses yeah. in his taking full responsibility. It was a miscommunication. It was a mispronunciation. Oh, look, I was like, there well, for three hours. Are you taking full responsibility or not? If you were, you'd say, like, I said the N-word. That was really dumb. I didn't mean to, and I, I took a picture next to Satchel Paige's statue. Uh, please know, racism is in no way part of me. Uh, it never has been and it never will be. I appreciate the Negro League Museum, President Bob Kendrick, and Oakland A's great Dave Stewart's public support uh, of me in light of this. I wow, am, the museum came out to support him? I am an honest, caring, I mean, it's kind... Big, big publicity for the museum, you know? Yeah. They couldn't have asked for more publicity. They should hire him. Yeah. He should just do... He should be a, a greeter at the museum <laughs> now. A greeter. They, everybody that walks in will be like, there he is. Just like a, a wax figure of Jackie Robinson. It's like, there's Glenn Cooper, the guy who said it. Um, <laughs> I am an honest, caring, kind, honorable, respectful husband and father who would never utter a disparaging word about anybody. Again, minus you, this one occasion. You may have uttered. Um, those who know me best know this about me. I wish the Oakland days and NBC sports would have taken this into consideration. I'm sorry, would have taken into consideration my 20 year career, my solid reputation, integrity, and character. But in this current environment, traits like integrity and character are no longer considered. I will always have a hard time understanding how See, one he's mistake. Complaining. He's not taking full responsibility. He's yeah, complaining about the environment. The full responsibility thing was, uh, yeah, incorrect. <laughs> uh, in a 20 year broadcasting career uh, is cause for termination, but I know something better is in my future. I love the game of baseball and I love being a broadcaster. I love the Bay area community. I hope we, uh, I will be remembered for that. If Think they would have said, if he would have tried to say bunt and accidentally said cunt, yeah, he'd still have a job. Probably. Rizzuto. Uh, he just says the N word. <laughs> <laughs> he spells the N word <laughs> with like crooked R's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so then this is the Oakland A's statement in response to that. Yeah. Okay. Trust me. That nigga says nigga all. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand why you sent it separate. Um, and in addition to that, uh, Godspeed, Glenn Cooper. Godspeed, buddy. You'll land on your feet somewhere. I do. Here, I'll give him this. I agree that it is kind of unfortunate, but like, right, let me back up a step. Like. The world we live in now is not the world he grew up in. 
the way thing like cancel culture, these words and woke whatever. I think if you would have said that on TV in 1989, you'd still be fired. Possibly, yeah. But um, if he has apparently squeaky clean <laughs> reputation for 20 years, and he's like one mistake Squeaks. ends a 20 year. Uh, re- he's like, know, wait, career. why is that totally fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it, it, it is unfortunate that like a first mistake, you know, there is no like it's for, a hell for, of a, a mistake. for a relevant reference here. There is no three strikes and you're out. Ah, ah. I see what you did there. See that shit? Um, but yeah, like you dropped the end bomb on live television. It, it's it's many of the players, much of the entire MLB organization, like the the stars and commentators and broadcasters and stuff. They're black people. Right. You know, it's like it's it's a super duper bad look. And even though maybe he should get another chance or something, it's like, look at the world as it is now. Not in 1989 look, or whatever. You're not, it's, they're going to fire you. It's the. You might get a chance from another team. Give it some time. Yeah. Give it a year. The D-Leagues. Give it a year or two. Um, but yeah, that, that, that full responsibility thing is funny. Yeah. It's, like, it's like three paragraphs of excuses within the middle, right in the middle there. I take full responsibility for my what? actions. Think you do, but I am respectful, honest, honorable, a husband, a father. Who cares? Three hours at the museum. He's like, I yeah, I spent three hours, and I had two kids. I'm a husband, a father. So, what a guy with kids can't be racist, whatever. Um, So you sent me another link here. This is unrelated. Uh, um, There is a new baseball announcing slip up this week. They're trying to outdo. It's not as no. It's not as um, this guy probably still has a job. It's just funny. Let's check it out. You can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn the Ooh. clock back. <laughs> I know it's after midnight. We can't. Turn it is the a black batter at, back. at bat too. Yeah, that one isn't as bad. We can't turn the black cock black. It's Listen like, to him like. Why would you need to? Angrily correct himself though. That's my favorite part. You can't turn the black cock black. Uh, we can't turn the Ooh. clock. Back. Can't turn the clock can't back. Can't turn the, the, the Mr. Show sketch. Ah, oh, it's crazy tongue of mine. Ah, what is? Uh, yeah, that's not quite as bad. No, I don't think there's any news on his career being in jeopardy. I, I don't know if there's an example of somebody getting canned instantly for saying cock on accident. Right. Um, there really is just one, just one major grenade. You got to make sure you tiptoe around. It's the thing Glenn said. Yeah. Don't say that. No. Um, all right. Well, Godspeed to those fellers over there. And, uh, we will do some obits real quick. How up? Somebody died. Now we're pouring one up in their memory. The farmer in the dell. The farmer in the dell. Hi ho, the dairy The farmer in the dell. This week we lost a big one, yo. We lost the farmer takes a, a wife. meme. The farmer takes a wife. I mean, I guess this guy was like a, a popular meme on the internet. Dave Brandt. You know I'm not cultured. The fat farmer meme guy. You're especially not meme cultured. Yeah, that's what I was referencing. Um, have we ever told that story on the pod? We had to have. I don't think so. This is years ago. Oh, it's such a long story. We don't need to get into it right now. Yada, yada, yada. A dumb dipshit idiot who dumb sucks. Dumb dipshit idiot who sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Posted a thing on Facebook. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Here's the cliff notes. An old acquaintance of ours once posted a, let's call it a meme. Let's just call it, I don't think it was that, 
but it was like a, a, a yeah. Was, relevant, there, was there even like words to make a joke out of it? It was. Uh, he basically edited something together to be a joke. He didn't. And he sent it to me, and he's like, "Look at this." And I was like, "All right." I'm not big in memes and stupid little internet videos, but, and he was saying how like, I posted this and because this video is kind of like going viral on my page, it's getting streams for my music up. Like people Whoa. like this video now and it's, prom- it's like, it's everything I I just loathe and, and work to be unlike. Yeah. I posted a meme and now my streams I'll went up. i people like, what now- it was. It, it was a video from uh, Kendrick from Humble. And it was yeah. just a loop of him going, I remember syrup sandwiches and syrup sandwiches and I remember syrup sandwiches and syrup sandwiches and I remember syrup sandwiches. The whole song gets replaced with syrup sandwiches. It's always. Yeah. Hilarious. And as a guy who likes jokes and edits video, I was like, I thought, I'm like, you edited this? Hey, if you made this, this was a little funny thing you came up with and now you post it on your page and it's doing well. You know, that's cool. And then he's like, no, I didn't edit it. I just like, I took it. I didn't give the artist who, or artist, <laughs> I didn't give the content creator credit. He didn't tag content who did creator. make it. And I was like, and I basically said like, oh, well then this is whack to me. Like, I, I, he's like, dude, it, quote, dude, it's the new mom's spaghetti. Syrup sandwiches is the new mom's spaghetti. And I was like, my head was about to spin. <laughs> Back to basketball. I was like, ah, huh? ah. Did I fart? <laughs> um, no, but this guy did smell like one constantly. And he, he basically told me, I don't, he's like, you're not, you it's don't understand true. meme culture. This smelly fuck told you me. You don't understand. I don't understand meme culture. Meme culture. And I've always wore that like a badge of honor. Like, yes. Good. Hell yeah. You shouldn't. And like, if you, <laughs> this song is the bed is funny, but like. Do you know what a soy jack is? If, if you made the video and like, prom- and, and it was your thing going viral, that's one thing. But that's, an, it's like. There was this thing. Talk about culture running amok. People just like stealing other, other jokes of the internet and then putting it on their page yeah. without even saying like, "Hey, this come this came from like a, uh, you know, funny or die at funny or die or something." They oh, would just take it. Mad beef in the meme world. If you steal someone's meme and put it on your meme page without crediting them, shit, sneak this moron asshole <laughs> told me I'm, I don't understand <laughs> meme culture. And it was always a thorn in my side because I was like. Meme culture is an oxymoron to me. Yeah. That's not a real thing. And he's like, you just don't get it. It's like, no, I get it. You're stealing a (laughs) shitty idea from someone else, which makes it even shittier. And you're like basking in the clout because your streams went up. I don't know. What could have been? 20 fucking streams. No one gave a shit. Yeah. Meme culture. Anyways, this guy. Show me the meme. Um, Now that his whole music bed has has expired on my story. It's just a fat dude. In uh, like a farmer in a field in overalls, and it says, it ain't much, but it's honest work. Right. So in the meme world, that will be the punchline, and then it's up to you to create like a, a new sentence that goes above the picture that correlates with, it ain't much, but it's honest work. You're speaking Japanese term, what? <laughs> I don't, I'm not involved in the culture. I don't know. So you put words on top of the words on top of the picture? Yeah. How's this work? <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, so he's dead. Uh, <laughs> so did he have a name? <laughs> Dave Brand. I said it. Okay. Sorry. Dave Brandt. Gotcha. Brandt. But yeah, I was just, I was saying to you, it's like crazy to see. Um, there's all these like organizations that have to do with like farming who knew th- of this guy or whatever. I guess yeah. he had some importance in the world of farming. And uh, that might be, you know, more relevant to his life than it's like, yeah, saying I spent that he's a 30, meme. <laughs> the man known as being a meme. It's like he, he fed thousands of people for decades. He came up with something... Uh, the meme guy. F- like for sustainable farming that's actually way more important. 
but like to see these organizations posting uh like in memoriam to this dude but then to say like quote he was a famous meme uh david brandt the man behind one of the most iconic memes has passed first of all it's not one of the most iconic i've never seen it at all then again i lack the culture second if i if like when i die part of the headline of my memoriam it's like man known for rootling intro songs (laughs) that's it that's the thing that was a meme and then they start getting into what you actually did. He actually, he, he created a sustainable farming and, and a lucrative form of uh, harvest. And Who cares? <laughs> no one gives a shit. He's the meme guy. Oh, no. He died in an accident. I wonder what kind of accident. I uh, shit his pants to death. <laughs> <laughs> I made the accident. Dysentery. <laughs> um, serious injuries that he suffered in a vehicular Ooh. accident while delivering seed. Nice. Pause. <laughs> so he's whacking off behind the wheel yeah you ever done that uh i tried once <laughs> when i was a teenager i tried once too and i was i was so it wasn't for me disgusted in myself that mm-hmm. i immediately stopped i'm, I'm disgusted enough i in heard myself. someone on a podcast or a radio show years ago say it so it gave me the idea right and i got four pumps in and was like what are you doing yeah every time i jerk off i feel ashamed a little bit but if i'm like driving during the day and i'm like i can't Wait I'm, to I'm get out to my destination. In the world, yeah, you fucking pervert. Go home. Go home. You're, you're a, a goddamn, goddamn creep. <laughs> you're thinking of a goddamn kid. Go home. <laughs> so, anyways, farmer meme guy. So he um, was a leading researcher and farmer involved in no-till farming, which means farming without disturbing the soil. That's that, that's what he did. That's what that's I like his. To, true, that's how I like to remember. That's him. how I choose to yeah. memoriam David Brand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving along. Rudel do Rudel Depot up for Bill Lee, Spike Lee's dad. Pause. All your son's movies suck. Pause. Really, his dad died. Spike Lee's dad, Bill, has I, passed away. I would. How old was he, dude? Spike Lee to me is an old man. Well, let's see. Let's see here. Um, he was born in 1928, died at the age of 94. Damn. Damn. 94, also the year of Spike Lee's last good movie. (laughs) (laughs) When was Malcolm X? Um, I read that they were kind of like estranged. Uh, they kind of had a bit of a falling out, I think, in the early 90s. It said that uh, Spike Lee took umbrage with Bill's marrying a white lady shortly after the death of Spike's mom. Spike said that now. Uh, her body wasn't even cold yet, and he went and married that white devil. Something like that. Spike Lee hates the whites, huh? Um, the reason I play this song, though, is that his father, Bill, was a bass player who most notably played bass on It's All Over Now, Baby Blue. With Bob Dang. Dylan. Did you tour with Bob Dylan? This song is just Bob and Bill. That is a fun fact. Fun fact, huh? I don't know much about Bob Dylan, but I certainly didn't know that. I didn't know he ever worked with Spike Lee's dad. Yeah. He also, Bill Lee, played on Simon and Garfunkel's debut album, uh, Wednesday morning, 3 a.m., which has Sound of Silence, and I was going to play Sound of Silence. 
but it's not the cool sound of silence where it picks up and the drums come in in the end. Right. It's it's the it's uh, what we hear after we finish a song at a live show. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it was the acoustic version, and then when they did the overdubbed electric version, they brought in a different bass player. Ah, doing them dirty. Uh, but yes, he played with um, Bill Lee played bass with Bob Dylan, Aretha Franklin, Simon and Garfunkel, among many others. Uh, he also did the music for Do the Right Thing, Mo Betta Blues. Nice. He was like some sort of musical director for those films. School Days. I wish my dad was musically talented. Yeah, I wish my dad played bass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah. For real though, I think it's like like even uh, Saba, one of my favorite rappers. His dad is a is a jazz artist and plays saxophone, and he's got his dad doing like sax solos. Pause on a time zone. Yeah, like I, I just think that's cool. Time zone is your time gone without. <laughs> my favorite That's pretty cool though. Rocking with the old man. Super cool. Um, pull up, pull up for Bill. I'll take a shot for Bill. We doing shots? Pode. I gotta say, I can't wait for this proper 12 to be done with. You're not impressed, huh? No. I want my GMO back. It's really... But we're doing tequila next, right? You want to do a tequila stretch on the show? That's what you wanted. I was just thinking, why not? A couple whiskey shots he wants wine now. (laughs) (laughs) No, why not? Yeah. um, Not wine. Yeah, why not? Let's do a a tequila bottle next and see how those shows go. We'll get all Ariba. All right. R.I.P. Bill, hardly knew ye. We really only have pod up with one style Baby. of alcohol ever. Right. So let's try something let's different. Let's switch it up. It's 2023. Whole switch new goddamn ballgame. Um, all right. Moving along here. Una Memento. Perfect timing. This track ends. We're moving along Dude, now. Dude, we're disc jockeys. You know what I'm saying? I know, uh... Vanna Black would appreciate this one. R.I.P. to Mark Baudreau. B-O-U-D-R-E-A-U-X. Are you seeing this shit? Look Mark at this. Are you Baudreau. seeing this? Have you ever seen this? So I got the Spotify app up. When you, when you play this song, look at that. You see what's going on here? The little the meter at the bottom that tells you how much of the song has played is a lightsaber. At the end of it is a handle of a lightsaber. So as the song goes on, the lightsaber <laughs> grows as the duration of the track. Wow, nerd wow. shit. Wow. Uh, Mark <coughs> Baudreau, the Millennium Falcon toy designer. I used to be able to play this on the piano. I'm sure you could figure it out again. It was a point of pride in my childhood. All right. Moving along. (laughs) (laughs) The end. Um, Moving along. Yeah, let's get to the big one. Let's get to the biggie. We all know. I thought I'd save the best for last. Of course. I watched this this morning. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Never seen it. Neither had I, and I kind of didn't watch it because I was editing the album art for the Mumble Rapper single that will right. come out on Spotify next Friday, guys. But this week, the world bid farewell to the one and only Tina Turner. Did you know she was Swiss or whatever? I didn't know that. What? I knew she died in Switzerland. 
Oh. I thought it's... Okay, maybe I didn't read enough. It I thought she, like, was... at her home in Kusnach, Switzerland. Yeah. After a long illness at the age of 83. Was she born in Switzerland? Uh, maybe I made that up. You made that shit up, dude. I'm dyslexic when it comes to birth and death. Right. <laughs> I think it's pretty sweet, though, that she had a home in Switzerland. Of course. Hanging out with young gravy. <laughs> What's love got to do with it? <laughs> um, Tina Turner rose to fame with her ex-husband, Ike Turner, who beat the shit out of her. Yep. So she divorced him. She ran. Uh, he beat her on the way to a hotel, and she ran away from the hotel with, with nothing like but like 33 cents and a gas card in her pocket. And she hid at a hotel across the street. That gas card, though, had like $4 million <laughs> on it. She was actually pretty well off with Stacked, the gas. Stacked, loaded. <laughs> um, gas card. And then divorced him like two weeks later. That was the final straw. Born Anne May Bollock. Wow. Ike Turner really gave her everything. First name, last name, <laughs> career. A beating, a whooping, <laughs> a, a backhand whooping. when a dinner was cold. <laughs> um, and yeah, she kind of like uh, her career kind of went cold when she left Ike. Um, Ike cold. And that was a play on the word ice. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> went right over my head. And I think uh, what led to maybe her being in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Mad Max, Australian film series starring Mel Gibson. Of course. Directed by George Miller. Um, her first tour after they divorced was in Australia. She toured Australia a lot. She had something going on in Australia, which I think is what led to her being in the Mad Max movies. I don't know why I'm mentioning this, but Australia, Doug Tina. Oh, my God. And she was the mayor in Last Action Hero? Yes. I, I didn't did remember that. write down a note to make a joke that the mayor from Last Action Hero died, and I forgot to say it. <laughs> Mayor. I, I loved that movie as a kid and now, but uh, I didn't remember she was in that. Yeah, um, my roommate and I were watching it recently, and I, I do remember going. Man. Tina Turner's in this? Yeah, I very unfamiliar with Last Action Hero. In fact, <sighs> watching it with my roommate recently, probably the first time I watched it. So good, especially like, when you're entirety. thirteen. When I was a kid, I was just like, especially yes. when you're thirty-two. But you, so you watched that front to back recently. Thoughts? I mean, front to back is a stretch. I stopped paying attention on, periodically. Uh, then, yeah, it was one of my favorite movies as a kid. But it was like, okay, I, I loved, my whole life was movies and wanting to go see movies. That's all, you know. I'm going to go watch a movie. I just wanted to like see movies and talk about movies and TV I watched when I was, you know, it's what I do now. But especially when I was a kid. Yeah. It was like, uh, and yeah, the, the plot is this kid goes and makes friends with the projectionist. Gets a free pass and entry. What's the old and guy then, from and then he uh, go, he, Mrs. Doubtfire. He becomes part of the movie. It was like my fantasy dream as a kid. It's like, I'm in the movie. Yeah. Not I want to grow up and be a movie star. I'm no, the movie now. I want to get sucked into <laughs> the movie I'm watching at I age 10. I want to get sucked off by Arnold Schwarzenegger Boys. in an empty movie theater. That's a great movie. It's my fantasy. Uh, anyways, go on. Tina Turner. I thought it was kind of a ripoff of Purple Rose of Cairo. Shut up. <laughs> Fucking hipster <laughs> pussy. I do believe Tina was nominated for a Grammy for this song. I thought you were going to say Oscar for the film. <laughs> um, this is this is a song from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah, I went to her... Um, IMDb because I thought... IMDb were... now. 
I thought there were more movie credits, but I guess it's really no, just a, it's a really short just handful there. The yeah. Acid Queen in the Who's Tommy. Uh, she had a small role in the Sgt. Pepper's movie with the Bee Gees. Awful. Yeah. Terrible, horrible, no good, very bad film. Never seen it. Uh, Beyond Thunderdome and Last Action Hero. I guess Last Action Hero is the only movie with her in it I've ever seen. That's her last film uh, appearance. Yeah, she went out swinging. Uh, not only this week, but 30 years ago. She pulled a Costanza. walk home run in yeah. Last Action Hero. She knew. All right. That's, high point. That's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Tina Turner. Well, I guess we have to do one more for yeah, the dude, legend. Yeah, dude, the fuck up. I honestly had no idea you would have anything other than her. I was like, nobody else died. I haven't heard shit. Oh, dude. It was a death-laden week Actually, I, I, for uh, the world. I enjoyed the little little blip of knowledge about Spike Lee's dad. That's cool. I'm a knowledgeable fellow. I'm what you call... Shut cult- up. You read that this morning. I'm both cultured and meme cultured. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Hardly knew ye. I mean, I knew a bunch, but Matt hardly knew ye because right. he's not cultured. I didn't see the meme. Cultured or meme culture. I saw the meme. I didn't get it. Right. <laughs> there is culture. like a great... Make me sick. There is like a great uh, gif of Tina Turner from The Who's Tommy where she plays the acid queen. I love it. All right. Well, we're going to um, do a couple of fan questions. I mean, we could like... We'll talk about White Men Can't Jump on the Patreon, but... Spoiler alert, it stinks. <laughs> it's garbage. Yeah, we always do like a five-second debrief before we record, and we were like, all right, we'll do the well, White Man Can't Jump review on this episode, and then we just talk about other shit. So sign up for the Patreon. You get to see Mumble Rapper early. What the fuck are you doing? Get over there. Right. Dumbass. Um, incentivize. You don't have to, and not only do you not have to see the movie. Incentivize. You should never. You <laughs> just, really should Just listen to us goof on it for 510, you know? God. Damn, that was bad. But in we the did meantime, um, afterward. We watched the Spy Who Shagged Me just as a palate cleanser. Also, not great, but comparatively, wow. Comparatively, it's like we watched Citizen Kane. Yeah, was, I'm dead sexy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote from Spy Who Shagged Me. Uh, here we go. It's time for fan questions. Report. It's a bit nutty. <laughs> we would have watched the original Lost of Powers, but I had just watched it with Melina, right, so we were like, let's right. just watch the sequel. I know that one too well. Yeah, it's still so funny. I was saying that Blackjack scene, it was just like a two and a five. I'll stay. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, here is a fan question. It's it's written in, and it's kind of long. Oh God. this is What is this, Glenn Cooper's apology? <laughs> It's just the N-word over and over. <laughs> it's like all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy of N-words. Uh, I'm a huge fan of you guys. This is from Thomas. My seven-year-old Lucas is too. So much that he made me record a montage of him conquering the monkey bars and used your song Bars as the audio. Beautiful. Love it. Hell yeah! He has the autographed Planet of the Shapes poster on his wall. Uh, he told his mom that I'm tight with you guys, but little does he know I'm just a fanboy. If either of you fucks ruin that, I'll slit your throats. Anyway. I love all the new stuff and can't wait for more Junkyard stuff, July 14th. Uh, I feel like you guys mix up the beats and style pretty good because nothing feels repeated or regurgitated. I was wondering if you planned on doing anything again that would show off your chemistry together by chopping up your verses together. I know it's been done and all, but uh, I wouldn't mind something like that. Or do you guys have some fresh ideas you're working on? That would be unlike anything no, you've done before. Absolutely no fresh well, wanna, ideas. We're going to show our out. whole hand now. 
I'll stay. <laughs> I knew it. Um, so you're talking about the junkyard chemistry. Excuse me. Much like, I guess, like Hall of Famers, how we like right. chop it up and everybody gets two bars here, four bars there. We and it's very, might do uh, that on the new one. Yeah, there's one song specifically. In particular. Yeah, where it's a little more like that. Everybody, I love it. I love the song. You know, I feel like on that song, uh, you know, whatever the last line that Term said, for example, like Prob would try and play off that for the first line. And then on his last line of his fourth bar, I tried to play off that and we sort of just pass it around in little chunks. But um, yeah, I guess that's about it. The pretty standard stuff, though, like yeah. verses and hooks and not even hooks so much. Just like we each get our good verse in there. And at this point, there's three singles from Junkyard 2 out already. Right. So it's not a, it's not like a long album. You know, you've heard almost half of the album already, but the other half is pretty tight. There's one song in particular with a very cool feature. Uh, that was going to be our fourth single, but we were like, we don't need four singles. Let's just drop Mumble Rapper, get no. that out the way, we and said drop the album. If we re- if we put that out as a fourth single, we've officially released half of the album. As and singles. all of what I feel like are the the top four. Talk about showing your hand. Yeah, um, I'll stay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the one though in particular where we go, we were do back and forths. I really enjoy it. It's a tight. It's song. one of my favorite songs of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's one. It's got one of my favorite lines from myself personally on the uh, album. Should I spoil it? No, you should stay. Okay. Uh, he goes on. Uh, Finally, the real reason I wrote in was to touch on getting your name out there. I can't see why yous wouldn't be more famous than most artists out there. I know uh, you've been. Well, this again, what's this, this guy's whole, name? This whole underrated what's this guy's thing. Name? Again, Thomas. Thomas joined the club. Uh, I know you've been doing those sorts uh, shorts on social media, which is a great platform. You know what's crazy? I have like. A hundred of those still I haven't shared. Yeah. I've broken my wrist essentially and given myself lifetime carpal tunnel. I don't know why. If they're all going to sit there. Well, right now. have just done them periodically. Well, Instagram used to give us money for posting them and I just kept waiting for them to offer us more money. And yeah. I was like, no, that doesn't goes look away. like they're doing that again. No. Um, but no, I'm, I, they will all be shared eventually. And I'm, I'm making some for Mumble Rapper, dude. Uh, first things first. Yes. Anywho. Um, I know you've been doing the shorts on socials, and that's great. Uh, you've also touched on branding with shirts, stuff like that. So you know how branding your name is important. Uh, my girl's a marketing professional, and I work. Uh, 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 I'm a printing press operator, which had me think of you guys branding another way. <laughs> Nothing that hasn't been done before, but it's still pretty effective. If you remember Banksy and how he got out there with the graffiti uh, and sticker branding, what if you borrowed that's fans? That's his whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> what if you borrowed fans? Well, I guess he sells like canvases of his art. Sold out. Uh, what if you borrowed fans in different cities and had them plaster designated areas like skate parks and tagged up walls with posters and stickers? Uh, They'd probably get torn down or yeah. posted hey, over. Hey, fans, go get arrested. Vandalize the site of a church. Put our yeah. logo up in and spray paint. And we won't give you anything in return. No. God, no. We're broke. Uh, like Milk Carton, uh, have you seen Terminac? Or maybe wanted posters. I hate the Palmer Squares, uh, etc. Sorry for the long email. It's not really for it the podcast. It does work for Steven Singer. <laughs> well, at this point, it is. Um, no, I, this is something that will never not be uh, in mind. Like how to get our name out there more than it is already. So at one point, years and years ago, we had like a quote-unquote street team, but mostly just a couple of fans in a couple of cities that would go take our, our tour flyer, right. No More Jobs tour, and they would they would go to the coffee shop, the skate shop, whatever, and try and staple a few up. So we should be doing that a lot more. The thing about the Palmer Square is as it it's exists now, there is no... There's no structure. Me and Term are just leading this show. We used to have some people in place that were helping us out, and uh, 
we we kind of wiped the drawing board clean. It's coffee shops, all skate shops. It's not good enough. It's not. You gotta go I, to Planned Parenthood, Forever Twenty One. <laughs> this is the demographic. I'm just a to pedophile. Reach. Yeah. <laughs> the playground. Um, Put them on the monkey bars. Tell your son to hang them on the monkey bars. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> Put a little QR code to bars. Why don't you just tattoo our logo on your son's forehead, and then all of his schoolmates will will be curious and check us out. Yeah! What? Just wanted everyone to discover the talent you guys have, uh, and for you guys to make a decent living, too. Sorry I'm late to the Patreon side. I was doing the $3 a month and recently stopped, but we'll be coming back to enjoy the second oh. half of the podcast. <laughs> we thought we were broke. <sighs> Come on, dude. Get over there. Mumble Rapper. Podcast every week. Uh, <laughs> White Man Can't Jump Jack Harlow review. Also, we will be in touch to grab some merch soon. Keep it up. Your long-winded fan, Tommy. Um, so, yeah. I don't... Th- that's the thing, too, is people reach out occasionally kind of often and they're just like hey here's what i'm willing to do for you a guy recently messaged us with his resume and he's like i want to manage a tour for you guys that was crazy i responded to him this morning it's like thanks but unfortunately we're not touring buddy like we don't even have we're not gonna like you know uh, solicit your services for our show in cleveland this sunday yeah i think me and term can drive to cleveland and sell our shirts for that yeah i know how to do that but if we had another month-long tour or something it would be nice to have some help. Uh, however, budget too. I don't want to ask somebody to come on the road for free. I am also reluctant. We got to have a budget for that. Skeptical with with uh, assigning that role to a total stranger. Just somebody. Just, just some, some guy. guy. I trust him, yo. Who's a fan of ours? He said skank hands. He likes Legion of Skanks. So do I. He's cool. That doesn't help. He passes the, case. the accidental <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, it's just like uh, it, it's hard to like uh, redeem these offers. Yeah, not even saying that the dude who reached out isn't this person, but it's like you want that person to be an ideal candidate, someone who you can get along with for an entire month in a close in close quarters. We might have to share a bed, buddy. We've had uh, experiences in the past where the person who plays that role was not good at being with people that they don't know or maybe don't like. Yeah too well in close quarters for over a month at a time um that's essential it's almost more important than being good at the job being a good hang yeah like knowing yeah just um keeping the social morale on an even keel yeah there yeah not everybody that shares a van together for any period of time certainly a long period of time of uh, uh, over a month or two we're not all like compatible just outright and nobody is quite as compatible as me and term often or you know we might get sick of each other or butt heads here and there but mostly we're just making movie references and we're in our own little bubble and that tour manager guy is going to be outside the bubble but i don't i don't know that one was that from austin powers one or two right what are they quoting like that's our whole i, I only know gold member <laughs> which gets you kicked the fuck off the tour you're off the tour <laughs> Uh, anyways, I appreciate the thought, and like we read on the fan or the YouTube comments on last week's podcast, I remember like a half of them said underrated. Why are these guys so underrated? I don't know. We're going to be forever. It's underrated. our most common comment because unlike Jack Harlow, well, more, more people know about these. We don't guys. have an agent shopping us for white men can't jump roles. I you think know? it's because we suck. I don't think that's why at all. I no. think it's because it's just not like, um, you know, we talked about how what it takes to get your movie Oscar nominated. You just it's not just making a good movie. No. So to get our music, Skrilla. let's not even talk Grammy nominated. Skrilla. Let's, just, let's just talk about like selling out about... tours and stuff. To get that level of notoriety, it's not just about making a good song. We could make the best songs we've ever made. I think we're making them. I think Mumble Rapper is the best. One take, we've we, not the best, but top five. You know, like we 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 only do 
the best versions of our shit, hopefully. We're not trying to do yeah. a whacker version of something we did two, three years ago. We want to do better every fucking time. But just that alone doesn't get you the level of you know, ratedness or fame or notoriety or whatever it is. You kind of need those non-musician business heads to go out there and contact radio stations, street team, post your logo. and like Street team. That type of stuff that we are not going to do, and it's tough for us to be at the helm of facilitation of just like... Yeah, I'll manage the street team on top of yeah making our album and doing our socials and doing the podcast. It's like, no, it's tough. So at a certain point, I do think we are going to need a little more managerial structure. I don't know who that's going to be. We don't really have anybody in line in the one spot of like, hey, take the keys and drive. You know, it's you got it. Right. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 difficult. But in the meantime, we might have trust issues in that department. For sure. We've talked about that. Um but more than anything, in the meantime, while we're broke and basically being at the level we're at of underrated, underground still, whatever it is, we have a Patreon. We have a website that sells merchandise. We have music available for stream. And I know you know most of our fans are already streaming it and stuff. But right. like, that's why I push the Patreon as much as I do. Like, I know every fan's not going to sign up. It's not worth it for every fan that we ever had to give us $5 a month just because. But more than the perks we're giving you, and we always are giving back weekly exclusive episodes now, early previews, merchandise discounts. There's always like an incentive that comes with it. We're not just saying that. I think the biggest uh, the biggest incentive for a fan is knowing that like you are paying off our fees of like uh that the location rental gas for the the tour van right these hotels, hotels when we have to go to cleveland for a night that type of stuff it's so nice the and and we did we just jumped up at least 20 patrons since mumble rapper came out less than a week ago <laughs> and and when we brought the pod over we got over 100 new ones and two, it was two, like two, two. it might not be as many as i know listen to the pod but the ones that are over there and, and be like, yeah, I'll give them my three bucks a month. I'll give them my five bucks a month, whatever it is. That shit helps a lot. Right. Because we're not getting movie roles. We're not, we can't facilitate hotel rooms for tour managers I told, when hey, we go on honestly, tour and stuff. If I was offered the lead role in White Man Can't Jump, you turn it down. I'd I, turn that shit down in an instant. And they did it out of respect. <laughs> out of respect for Billy Hoyle and the I'd original. I'd read three pages of that script and wipe my ass with it. <laughs> he wipes his ass. With his, uh, with his lines. <laughs> with the white man can't jump script. I love this guy. Here's one more question. It says, uh, Terms Grandpa. This is from Josh. I hope Terms Grandpa is doing well, still enjoying his big screen TV. Uh, I would love to hear another phone call with him, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Um, I did get a call 30 minutes ago. It was from my dad. Not <sighs> be not older. Not good enough, dad. Be older, dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be older. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, well. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's uh, thoroughly enjoying the TV. He brought up Zach Coco recently by name. Yeah. My grandpa struggles with remembering names. He'll call my brothers the wrong names. Really? But he remembered Coco. He called him Zachary. <laughs> Zachary Cokes. He doesn't forget a fella who gifts him a they 50 deserve inch the, TV. That might have been on the Patreon episode, but like they deserve that shout out. Not I only think it was, did they hook your grandpa up with a free TV. Yeah. They gave us this thing. The Cocos are the best. This fart machine. They I think gave we us that. Might see them this weekend at our private event. MGK fingerboard deck. Wow. They gave us that. Uh, his wife and so much more hit me in the face with a black dildo <laughs> on New Year's <laughs> she Eve. She gave me that. <laughs> she that memory may have of given me Hep C. Satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. No, he's uh, he's doing good. He's thoroughly enjoying it. He had a uh, tiny like scab uh, that was skin cancer removed from his head recently. 
And because he was on blood thinners, it bled for like five straight days, and that was a bit of a panic. Yikes. But I took him to the ER. It was all good. We got it wrapped up. Cute-ass nurse wrapped his head. So cute. Was he flirting a little what? bit? I, I was... Or at least when she left the room, trying. was he saying stuff to you like, hey, she's a looker. What do old people say about hot chicks? No, nah, he's like... She's a looker. He doesn't acknowledge his penis anymore. It's oh, like... so sad. Yeah. Somebody should We turn. might like watch a movie with like a young uh, Elizabeth Taylor and he'll mention how like, you know, she was the most right. beautiful thing ever Back or whatever. Back in my day. But yeah. I think um, his libido waved bye-bye long ago. Dr. Evil stole his mojo. <laughs> Years ago. <laughs> All right, here is one last thing for reals this time. Hey, fruitcakes. Hey, Ack, I gotta hey. disagree with you on something. You need to let Turn go crazy on these callers. Yes. That's absolutely funny. Fuck you, Ed. Your call stinks. It. Sorry, Fuck talk Mary over Kill. It. Tiffany Coco guy. Um guy. Perfect. Or MGK. What? Two trains, trains gets the, the shaft, three slot, dude. So, let's see here. Let's see here. I'm not going to kill MGK, contrary to popular belief. I would marry MGK. I think I'd marry him. Because, because he's a millionaire. And, and we're going to have a good time. I'm just trying to get closer to Megan Fox. But really, I want I want stories for the pod. Every week I'll be like, oh, my husband was like, oh, oh. do the dishes. Oh. <laughs> I'll have content every week. So, right. I got to be as close to him as possible. Um, fuck, I'm guy kill Timbany Coco. Sorry, Timbany Cokes. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm um, guy was about here first. Guys. I just know their voices and their stupid opinions and who I want to die. Between <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah, I'll kill Tiffany Coco guy for what he did to. <laughs> can I kick it for sure? Can I kill him? Yes, I can. That's death penalty shit. Yeah, are you just copying my answer. Kill no. Him. First marry. thing when he said MGK, my first thought was, well, you got to marry MGK just because he's a zillionaire. Yeah. Easy peasy. I'm set for life now. Can you imagine, like, <laughs> I just picture myself, like, taking the curlers out of my hair, and he's like, babe, <laughs> babe, <laughs> coming. Look, honestly, he probably treats his women's well. Yeah. We'd have a good time. <laughs> he's younger than me. I'm marrying young. <laughs> um, uh, right. How about, though, fuck, Mary kill, Timothy Coco guy, two trains, and um guy. The way it should be. And two trains counts as one guy, right? I know the trains are dual. Yeah, that's one right. dude. We'll both be running two trains on two trains. Yeah. Either way, Timmy Coco guy is fucking dead. He's he dies <laughs> in every equation. <laughs> Mary, yeah, probably keep it the same, and I, it's just the same thing. I just swap MGK, and now me and um two trains. I'll are be married. honest. I have a trouble like I have trouble differentiating between two trains and um guy. I don't know what makes either one of them them. All our callers are just white noise to term. Yeah, kinda. Um. Except uh, our sweet caller last week, Wes. That's who, that's who that was. Wes. Oh, Wes Lita was the dude who turned Instagram. me on to the pause. L. Michaels Affair. Pause. Turn me on. Pause to the L. Michaels Affair Black Thought album. He recommended that to me. Yeah, he's, I didn't even know it dropped. We've had some DM convos in the past. Wes is the man. You know what? I'm gonna big I'm ups, gonna Wes. Kill all three of these foos and fuck and marry Wes. Dude, that's my new answer. There we go. Hell yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Um, moving on. Mumble Rapper, out now on Patreon, you guys. Do, 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 do. Sign up today. Blah, ow. And see it before the rest of the world. It's coming out publicly very soon anyway, so it's like... It's yeah, but not you don't want to wait early, that long. You don't want to wait that long. And like I said, the biggest satisfaction is just knowing that there is no management. There is no agent. We barely have a guy to help us with booking a show anymore. Yeah. 
There, there is no art department. There is no video editor. That's all us. We're doing everything. Everything you've ever seen and heard of us in the last four years specifically, it's all us and a little bit of Jason Bishop and, and right. a little bit of Good Note too. Yeah. <laughs> as far as the merchandise is concerned, but um, no, it really helps a lot when those when that like um, the the Patreon support uh, takes a, an uptick rather than a downtick. So we have seen that this year, and thank you to everybody who who did sign up already. Wait a um, tick. <laughs> you do not want to be the 301th person to see this video. So we already have like 320 or something. There you go. We're 321th person. We've, we've never broken 300 on Patreon, and we're up, dude. We're setting records. Celtics will be setting records. Dude, if they win, this it, it's... I'm going to be so excited. I might have to call off next week. I might not be able to do a podcast. I'll still be reeling from the excitement. Anyways, Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, callers. Um, uh, 708-797. 3079. Thank you, emailers, is what I meant to say. Uh, Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares. There's over 20 hours of exclusive pods. There's an early preview of the Mumble Rapper video. It's four minutes straight rap, straight bars, no bullshit. 100 bars. um, Like outtakes. Somebody gave gave us the idea of uh, maybe Patreon exclusive after it goes to YouTube. Post like uh, maybe our second favorite take or any flubs or whatever. You know, we do have shoot. a lot of takes before Term changed his outfit where he looks like a scuzz bag. Yes. Um, <laughs> we shot for almost, we rented this location for like four hours, and for three of those hours of shooting, Term was wearing a different mm, outfit. The first hour and a half was was like Again, setting up hey, lights. It's all on the clock, dude. Getting everything in place. It's, it's all bl- black cock, cl- black cl- clock. Yeah, but I wasn't doing bad the takes back. for that first hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. My cock was black. <laughs> we, we reviewed the takes at that point where we had like time running out, and Term's like, Ugh, like, I look like a fucking My hair sucks. Idiot. My my balls are hanging out of my shorts. What am I doing? I was wearing short shorts with no underpants. Um so yeah, And it was also like coming out change. of winter, so my legs are fucking stark white. It was gross. I put on some sweatpants. Um, I don't know, because we are so pretty consistent, like, there's not a lot of fuck-ups, but I could go through all the takes and see if there's flubs, and I, I can make a little one-minute highlight reel of all our fuck-ups, yeah, too. Yeah, just a thought. Oh, that's a good idea. Or like our second favorite take or something like that. Just I, could, something I could do that. Exclusive to offer the patrons. Look at that. Sam's already given us good ideas to create more content right. for the patrons. I, I know how this guy, I like how this guy watched it and was like, I know that's not the only thing they did. No, we and did I like know 20 they takes. fucked up a bunch and I want to see him fuck up. We always try to get the best take. And then we watch some and, and there's like four or five tied for best. And we're like, well, yeah. I don't know. We're that good, dude. Uh, we do 20 takes and like five of them are winners and we have to start I literally uh, there's a point in the new one take where I pick up a phone and I like just act talking to it for a second yeah and like the way I grabbed it in one take is what made me not go with it it I was, was like, a perfect take I, it was a perfect take and I'm like no I grabbed it I'm this holding the phone Madonna. the phone too high I'm Couldn't holding it on the, the receiver phone up right yeah <laughs> so I had to go with the one where I, I did my phone act out better no and that's a thing that we've dealt with for years um, Being great, which and doing these one takes where it's like you know we're spitting like a hundred bars over six minutes in one take. Well, this one's not quite as long. Whoever goes second has to sit there and wait for the first person to nail it, and then yeah. the pressure's on for you to nail it. It's a process. Let me do a nod of the cap to turn, by the way, because. I feel like for a long time, at least in the early years, I would go second on some of those by default only because not that my verse was better or anything or deserved to be, you know, the walk off. I felt like I could get through it with less flubs than me. Uh, no, no offense. And now that's not even a factor, you know? 
it doesn't matter how many bars we have or who goes first or second. Like, I, I think, you know, sometimes I listen to a no. verse and I'm like, damn, Term did really well. You should go second, dude. I'll go first, you go second. Your verse, like, crushes. You got to end with that. Yeah. But we sometimes we did that and we would try it and, like, it would just be a couple of flubs too many. I'd be like, all right, fuck it. I'll go second because even if it's not my best delivery, I feel like I can get through it front to back and then I just get really critical about my delivery. I also don't think delivery the of- better verse has to go for, or second. Same. I That's think, how I felt a long time ago. Personally, I thought your verse on this was better than mine. I revised it like five times in the last because four years. Because you revised it. Yeah. And that the it, better I, I only verse, revised it because of you, dude. The it's better you're verse so good. should go first to keep the listener like glued. You know what I'm saying? Mumble Rapper was written and rough drafted years ago. At least by 2020, we had a a rough recording of it, and we thought we were going to have it out like that year. Much like Junkyard. If the worst verse goes first, then the people might lose interest by the time it even gets to the the better verse, the second one. Yeah, I think what's cool about us both doing so well in the new one is that like, by halfway through your verse... I was feeling it. I feel like a viewer watching it the first time has this feeling like, Jesus, they're like still going, you know? Yeah. It's like it's still one take of nonstop. And I like that, that we- could be good, could be bad. We create routing, you know? Jesus, they're still going. We used every part of the, of the <laughs> Buffalo. Like every part of this location we found, yes. we found ways for it to suit our, our line. Cash on delivery, cash. Hitting the books, books. You know, like we, we used stacking the lo- my chips, chips bottle in front of me bottle. <laughs> it was very cool to like have we didn't a location. Bring any props? Mm-mm. They were all part Just of the location. Shirts to leave there. <laughs> Favorite shirts of Oscar Peterson. It's gone now. If we haven't said enough for you guys to sign up, uh, we never will. So there you go. Patreon.com slash Palmer That is really one of the best ways to support us at this point in our career. Honestly, you guys help us out. Three dollars. Give us five. You get the podcast. Every I wipe month. my ass with three dollars. Three dollars, do honestly, with like today's monetary value, it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. It's not even a cup of coffee for one day. <laughs> for less than the, for, for less than the price of one cup of coffee a month. Yeah, guys. You can uh, support. You're, you're the support you don't need coffee. You need these bars, dude. Um, and of course. PalmerSquares.com slash shop. Another great way to support us. Buy a t-shirt. We got some Dumb and Dumber things. I think Term just reordered a couple of the, what was it, the the, the stimpies the, or some the, hats or something. We got merch, motherfuckers. Uh, certain sizes of the spooky language and the smiley face right, shirt. Right, we replenished the sizes of what we had already. Um, there's a guy at like Clark and Peterson nearest where we record this podcast. Why don't you give him my home address, dude? <laughs> there's a homeless dude in the middle of the street by the White Castle over there. <laughs> yeah. And I give him a dollar almost every time I come here. If he had a Patreon, that's his Patreon. I'd be like a ten dollars subscriber to that homeless dude, you can and hear, I don't get nothing out of it. You can hear the jangle of his Patreon <laughs> in the cup. He's persistent. Yeah, he'll walk up to like open car windows and just shove his cup knock, in it, knock, yeah, and try and guilt you. Um, I respect it. And uh, fan mail, send it to the Palmer Squares PO Box four seven 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 two, Chicago, Illinois six zero six four seven. Like I said. We do have a show this Sunday in Cleveland at Mahal's. It's not a, I believe we're co-headlining, so I think we play like an hour or a little less. So it's not like a. Aww. It's still a good. It's still gonna be a good set. And it's more than anything, great. Much like subscribing to the Patreon, just to know you're supporting us. Who cares about seeing us perform live? Let's hang out and get drunk. Yes. Come to the show. We'll just hang out all night if you're there. So it's a bowling alley. You know? We will be bowling. Let's do some bowling. Uh, James from Tropidelic. Is on the bill with us. Absolutely. It's going to be a fun time. And then we pretty much are taking the gonna summer off. It's going to be a fun off. time, y'all. <laughs> We're unvoluntarily taking the summer off uh, for now, anyways. And then our next show uh, is August 25th with Wax Jarve and the Grilled Lincolns. Insane lineup. And that's in Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. Tickets on sale for that. And I don't know if Term has updated the website with these tickets yet, but we just announced I a. Have. Okay, cool. Great. 
palmersquares.com slash tour to also get your tickets for Halloween in Fort Walton Beach with us, Tropidelic and Sun-Dried Vibes. Same lineup in Jacksonville, November 1st, uh, DeLand, Florida, November 2nd, and Stewart, Florida, November 3rd. Um, then we got Atlanta with the same guys on November 10th and uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee on November 11th. And we're still trying to set up some more stuff, so stay tuned. Um, I do believe they're up. I'm checking right now. Tour dates always take forever to load on my phone. It doesn't matter. I should throw it at the wall. That might help. Do it. You double dare me. <laughs> Think I wouldn't. Uh, and Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify. This is something that just, I, I bought an album like over a decade ago of this group, Sidewalk Chalk from Chicago. They're super dope. They're great. And because it's just, I don't even know if they're still doing it like they were when we were doing shows with them, but uh, it's the first thing my phone auto plays when I plug my phone into my car to play right. music. It's like always the same. Yeah. And I usually, I get bothered like, oh, I don't want to hear this right now. I skip past it. I just let it play the other day and it reminded me there's a song I really like called Luggage by Sidewalk Chalk. Luggage. I told so, you I, uh, I took all the music off my phone so it wouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. And it's even more irritating. <laughs> Um, because it needs my, my car needs that to like keep my phone connected to the audio or else if there's there's a one second pause, 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 uh, my, my car will just go back to radio and I got to like disconnect and press play and then reconnect. It's always something you guys. Uh, so this is luggage by sidewalk Chuck. Uh, one of my favorites and, uh, you know, we got to pack our bags and head to Cleveland soon. So how relevant is this smoochie gang playlist? Uh, and kill Whitey. I keep my bags packed Cause I don't wanna be here too long And I'll be right back Don't worry cause I never get too far From where you are And I'm set my sights way up, way up Car, a train, a plane to catch. Staying at the same spot, I ain't okay with that. Back in the day, my dad traveled for work. Maybe this came from that. Home is where I lay my hat. Gone is what I'm aiming at. Forward motion when I lay on tracks, like locomotives. My motive's not to stay local too long, or I'll go local. I'll settle with you, but no way for that. That information classified like a paper ad. And you could take that to the South Bank, put it on Comiskey, and see us tower. No, wait, they've all been replaced. Even a grace can get swallowed. You don't always have a lot of grace. And when I'm gone, I know you're because you saw a face Then when I first get back That's when you're at your warmest You make me for a moment Feel like I'm the most important And for me to adore you That's all it takes I'm addicted to constant change But I'm happy I got a place Yeah And I'm setting sights way up Way up So there's no need for you to wait up Don't wait up Wait up Don't wait up Yeah I keep my bags packed Cause I don't wanna be Dream the American 
American dream, the hardest We convinced we gon' succeed regardless Yeah, I can see the target In fact, it's often all I see If the question is, well, I stay home I go off on my odyssey Just pardon me, I'm off again Ta-ta, how about a kiss? No promises of when I'll come again I meant as ominous as it Probably appears all of your fears not needed Yeah, I'll be quick as ramen is You're smiling cause you know you make the best food Who else got that mild sauce except you? Catch myself in a bad mood Then here you come with a burrito Or a deep dish to the rescue And bless you when I'm looking for a refuge I know that home is the best move With you I need no excuse To go ahead and let loose Set roof on fire Let's juke it higher And I just set my sights way up Way up So there's no need for you to wait up I don't wanna be 